You are listening to The Holly Hall Show. Every week, Holly will discuss global news, her unique views, interview amazing guests, and often with an astrological twist. Holly has over seven years' experience as a talk show host and 23 years' experience as an astrologer and dream analyst. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another intriguing and informative hour here on A to Zen FM. Now, here is your host, Holly Hall. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another beautiful Sunday. I don't know about you, but I had a crazy week full of emotions, up and down, good and bad. (laughs) Some of them, what I would call milestones. My daughter won the the city championship for baseball. Yay! In um, midgets, I think it is, because she's only 12. Nope, 13 now. What are we going to talk about today? That was that was my milestone stone moment. I was I actually had tears. It was just it was so fun to watch all these kids so excited. So what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about dreams. That'll be later on in the show. What are spirit birds in dreams? And what is a weekend dreamer? We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about Venus and Cancer. That's why I started off this show about talking about the flux of emotion that seems to be flooding so many of us, probably why Reverend Cher, who just had her show before me, and you can look her up in the archives, she's on at Sunday as well at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, and she talked about emotions. So it's definitely the buzzword right now. So we're also going to talk about Venus and Cancer, and we're going to walk through what kind of week you're going to have. I'm also taking phone calls for astrological readings. So let's talk about one question about something that's emotionally bothering you right now. Call in, ask me that question, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> it'll give you it'll give you a head start on how to deal deal with it. On a psychological level, I'm going to talk about um emotions and how to eliminate them from your life and how you can stop it from controlling you and controlling others. Not so much eliminate the emotions, but eliminate it controlling you and controlling others. It's a very unique tool that many of you may know, but just may need a reminding. And many of you may not. It's very simple. Everyone can do it. And you're going to want to know what that is. And I'm going to give you a little bit of Zen stories today, a little bit of musing from the Buddha which, again, has to do with our attachment. And our attachment does have to do with our emotions. So let's get started. Um, Well, look at this. We've already got a full switchboard. (laughs) So what we're going to do is I'm first going to talk about Venus and Cancer, and then we're going to take our first couple of callers, okay? And then we'll get moving on to emotions. So Venus and Cancer, what Venus and Cancer means is it has to do with the love, our love, our people we love, things that we love, our own personal interests that we have, and what we love about ourselves. But it's not just about why do we love it, is it, or why do we love them, or why do we love our furnishing, our home, our animals, or even hobbies that we have in our lives. 
why we love nature, but it has to do with the feelings that we have when we are in love with something or someone. If you're walking along the water this week, I had a vacation, I was on Lake Erie, it went from, and this is the interesting thing because cancer, the sign cancer has to do with the moon, the moon has to do with the control of the water within the planet and ourselves, that's why it has to do with emotions. Lake Erie is very unpredictable, one day it could be calm as glass and the next day you feel like you're on an ocean and you're ready to have a hurricane. <laughs> I mean, with white caps, like three, four foot white caps. And that's what it was like all week. It went from one extreme to another. And that's what can happen within ourselves. We can go from one extreme to another. Venus wants you to notice the feelings behind your experiences, your everyday experiences. Okay, so if you're, for instance, walking along the beach and you're looking at its beauty and you're looking at the sky and you're enjoying the person that you're experiencing this with, it asks you, how do you feel about it? When you're engaging with somebody and you're having a conversation with them, what does it feel like? When you're doing a hobby, you find a new outfit or you decide to redecorate a room, what does it feel like? That's what Venus and Cancer is asking you to do. But what do you do with those feelings? That is another topic, and we are going to discuss that. I'm going to take one caller now before our break. And let's get some readings done. Hello, you're listening to the Holly Hall Show. Did you want to have reading today? Yes, please. Awesome. Okay, let me let me get your birth date. Five twenty nine sixty one. You're gonna make me do math, right? Uh, January, February, <laughs> March, April, May. <laughs> I'm gonna ask people to say the month of your birth rather than the time. Um, okay. And when what year? Sixty one. Sixty one. And do you know what time you were born? I was born at 10:17 p.m. A nighttime baby. Just to let you know, not too many people are born at night. Most people are born between 3 and 6 in the morning. Believe it or Seriously, not. Seriously, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and it, the interesting thing is most people die at that time too. Nobody oh, wants wow. to take the graveyard <laughs> shift in geriatrics <laughs> when they work in the nursing because everybody dies at that time. But isn't that interesting? More that people, is. Wow. Yeah, most people are born at that time and most people pass away at that time. So what can I help you with today? Maybe well, it has to do with my job, my career right now. I just feel like, you know, with all the new enlightening things that I'm going through, um, I still feel like there's like somewhat of a door there and I need to open, open, open. Yeah. And this is, I like the idea that you use the word feel. I feel like. And it's interesting because your mercury is in cancer one degree. And that is how you express yourself when you're talking to people. You say, you made me Mm -hmm. feel like this or I feel like that Mm -hmm. or I feel like I should do this. That's how you communicate. The interesting thing is, though, 
other than the way you communicate, you are a very aggressive personality. When you want something, you go for it, you grab it, you fight for it, you get you love change, you get bored very easily. So what happens is when there's something happening, for instance, within your career that you're not happy with anymore, or there's another career that you want to grasp for, you will go in your head and go, well, how do I feel about this? Ultimately, that's how you decide. That's how you make decisions. But mm-hmm. before you get to the point of making a decision, there is there is a thought process that happens before the feeling process happens. And the thought process comes from your environment. And I'm, I'm speaking specifically for you because your environment, you're very sensitive to your environment. If mm-hmm. the people around you are hyper or antsy or there's high anxiety or there's chaos all the time, that drives you crazy. It, it's okay if it's moving somewhere, if the chaos is going somewhere, like it's an exciting kind of chaos, you're, that, that you live for, right? Yeah, but what's happening exactly. is you've got, you've got what's Uranus trine the moon, and it's called graceful changes, okay? That is sort of the motto that you're going through right now is graceful changes. And the interesting word is graceful because you normally have a tendency to leap before you look and you're tumbling along. You're like the rabbit, oh, you know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah you're yes, like the yes. rabbit with the watch and he's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go and you're late, but you don't you're not going anywhere and you're not late for anything. <laughs> you know? So you're looking for the rabbit hole. That's what's happening with you right now. And it started May twenty twelve. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay, you're going to be going through this experience, and this is a wonderful experience. That just give me you a heads up. Uranus. I love this song too. Graceful changes. (laughs) I love that. Oh, there go. Okay, so you might want to use that song as your, you know, sort of your your song to listen to throughout throughout now in January 2014. That's what you're. This is how. This is the time period that you're going to be experiencing whatever you need to experience in order to get to the the place of change. Now, because normally you uh, you invite change and you leap before you look, this is mm-hmm. a time when you're not ready to really jump. You're not ready to jump into anything and you're not ready to jump ship yet. It's what I call the in-between, and that's where you're at okay. right now. So you do okay. feel this anxiety that something is going to happen, but you're not yeah. quite sure... The, the, exactly. What's going to happen is there's going to be females involved as well too. There's going to be females involved with friendships, and usually when this happens, your female friendships change, and new female friendships come into play. So if you've noticed okay. that you've had some challenges with females in the past couple of years, that's because yeah, you definitely have you. Yeah, and one of them may be a mother or a mother figure. Okay. So what happens is you what happens is you may have got into certain routines with these friends who like everyday sort of routine but as a result you're not experiencing them as you usually do. All of a sudden it's not you're not enjoying the friendships anymore. You're not enjoying this the experiences anymore. Now, if you're working with females or if your job has to do with catering or servicing females in any way, uh, does that make any sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then a lot of it will have to do with how do I, what kind of experience do I consequently want to have 
with my patients, clients, um, customers from here on in? What type of individuals do I want to attract to me from here on in? Because what's going to happen is after 20, January 2013, which is it's uh, 14, which sounds really far away, but it's only, it's only 16, 17 months away. 17 mm-hmm. months away when you break it down like that, isn't that far? you got 17 mm-hmm. full moons <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a full blue moons <laughs> to decide to start making these positive changes, which has to do with the, the thing is, is that I know that you're very emotional and very intuitive and you, you're able to understand women, women's emotions. You're, you're mm-hmm. actually very easy to understand their anger behind their emotions. That's what you're really good at. And you're mm-hmm. also really good at helping people pull up the bootstraps, like mm-hmm. kind of smack them up the back of the head and say, you know what, no one's going to do anything for you, sister. You know. <laughs> so, And you're also very good at helping people in their love relationships, uh, women with other women in their lives, for instance, sisters or mother relationships, and also mm-hmm. women dealing with the men in their life who may also have women issues. <laughs> Does that all make sense to you? That's definitely, yeah, yeah. Okay. So can you give me, um, now, I'm just going to take a, as of July 2012 and and going into the mid part of March 2013, which again is only about a eight-month window, now it's about uh-huh. a six six-month window, or yeah, a little bit, eight-month window, this is a time when you're going to have to make the first move. Whatever is going on with relationships with right now, whatever is going on with your business right now, you have to make the first move. So can I ask you, can you tell me how this is resonating with you? What type of job do you do? What are you looking to do? What is it to do with women? Um, Actually, right now, my position I'm doing right now is I help local storefront businesses be seen um, and get their businesses going online. Mm-hmm. But my true um, life purpose is has to do with women and the emotions and their emotions and diseases. Okay, so that's what I'm really striving for right there. And what are you doing about that? Are you taking? Do you have any courses? I'm getting ready to take um, your... two cert classes for that. Okay, and what are those? Uh, the emotion code and the body code. Okay, very good. Um, and then, so you're looking, and this is what Uranus is about. Uranus is about drastic change. Some mm-hmm. people might call it chaos because chaos <laughs> is drastic change. Yeah. But in your case, uh-huh. it's a positive situation, and it's, it's about nurturing what you your needs. You're nurturing your needs. The mm-hmm. storefront, Internet stuff was a quick decision that you made years ago. And it just never left your side. But it's right. not nurturing your daily needs. It's hum. It's it's humdrum, boring for you right now. Uh-huh. Make sense? Yeah. Right. Right. So between yeah. between now, March 2013 is actually when I see your business beginning. So I'm not sure if you're finishing okay. your courses by then. And uh, yes, I will. You will be okay. So by March 2013, you'll be finishing your courses, and Somehow, you're going to blend it into the startup package of whatever you're doing business-wise. So if you help people uh, in the startup phase of their business, mm-hmm. you're you're going to blend this with 
with that. So almost giving them a, um, almost giving them like a mini counseling of just before you start your business, let's make sure you got all your emotional ducks in a row. Let's make sure mm-hmm. all your needs are being met and that there's nothing emotionally that's going to hold you back from this being a long-term satisfied decision. Because you've experienced that in the past. You made a quick decision to do a job that you felt like stale in for a long time. So you can use that experience to help other people on their startup package on an emotional level to prevent them from uh, any loss or any loss of satisfaction. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly, and you're right on key. So um, what I hear you say is, so kind of like I feel my innards feel kind of bored with what I'm doing now, but it's going to uh, it's going to um, kind of connect with my emotional work exactly um, next year. So yeah. hang in here with what I'm doing now, and do you, do you feel or see that I'm going to do this, uh, what I'm doing, my work right now that I'm yeah. going to move forward, push myself forward to where I yeah. need to be? Yes. Thank but you. I will tell you, you're not a long-term counselor. You're not somebody who wants to listen to somebody cry the blues for two years. Exactly. There are great I counselors no. for that, and there's and uh-huh. there's people who need that. People really just need somebody to bounce off, to, off of and listen to. Mm-hmm. But you're a startup package coach, which means that you're there at the beginning. You're there to get them kicked in the gear, to give them that turbo boost that they need. Okay? If they okay. don't have – if that's not what they want – don't have the time of day for them because there's too many people waiting in line for people like you to give them the kickstart that they need, the tough love that okay. they need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, find, find a friend who's a long-term there, there, pat on your shoulder kind of coach and send those people to them. <laughs> okay. That sounds great, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank well, you. What's your name? Faith, everything you Faith. said is... is Synchronizing. Thank you so much. I love you, and I love you. You're your welcome, show. Faith. Love Bless you too. You. Thank you. Can I listen? Can I of continue course, yeah. to listen? Yeah, to he me? can just put okay. you on hold. Okay. Thank. Okay, Faith. Well, let's get to the next caller. That was successful. <laughs> that was a happy ending. I like happy endings. I like to tell people good news. You're listening to the Holly Hall Show here at A to Zen FM. Do you like? Would you like to have a reading? Who am I speaking with? Hello? Hello. Did you call in for a reading? Well, yes. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were talking to me. Sorry about that. That's okay. We have that little voice that says, you are now. (laughs) But sometimes we don't hear it because I'm talking too much. Uh, (laughs) What is your name, hon? My name is Carol. Hi, Carol. Can I have the month that you were born? 4-12-44. So we're going to go April 12th, right? Yes, April 12th, 1944. 1944. Do you know what time you were born? 11.30 a.m. And what question do you have for me today? Mine would mostly be on financial. On financial. Okay, so are you saying you're in a financial situation right now that you want to get out of? Does it have to do with career? Are you in courts because somebody wants to take all your money from you? No, it's just tight. And it has been for quite a long while. Okay, good. So what I'm taking a look at your chart is you've got Mars in Cancer. I'm looking for the emotions here for everybody. 
and you've got Mars in Cancer. So Venus in Cancer is actually hitting you, your Mars right now. And what that means is you're very emotional about the lack of action or the action that's been taken against you in regards to the question that you're asking me right now, which is money, okay? The emotions is driving you to two different places, either um, watching the sappy movie with the Haagen-Dazs and your Kleenex box and being angry at the same time. Does that make sense? Sort of. Sort of? Okay. They relate that much. It's just a... Mostly, not anger. Uh, I would say anxious. Anxious? Not anger. Okay, good. So let me just take, oh, let me just take, jumping around here. There we go. Take a look at your six months, what's going on that way. Okay, so Pluto opposing Mars. I'm still seeing since February of 2011, and it ends December 2012, which is, which is really good because you're at the end of a really difficult cycle that started in February of 2012. And a lot of that had to do with um, with your strong desire to win and to succeed. It's always been sort of a dominion over your life. It's your drive for success throughout your entire life. So in the last couple of, well, since about February 2011, but you would have felt it by the end of February by the end of 2010, you would have started feeling it. And this is actually ending up to be a positive situation. But during that, and so you're probably exhausted at this point. But during that time, you would have reevaluated what success meant to you. Does that make, make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. So certain things would have happened financially. And it sounds awful, but sometimes things are taken away from us just so we can really appreciate what it's like to live without them without these certain things. And a lot of times we realize that we can live without these th- certain things. And it doesn't mean you can't have these cer- certain things. It's just it's your psych- psyche's way of learning how to appreciate them differently, not to be so attached to them, not for them to be so important to you that if you didn't have it, your life would fall apart. So what happened was these things were taken away from you, and it's materialistic, materialistic um things and there was people involved in the loss of these materialistic things does that make sense not people things Mm. does yes but not people not people so nobody took these things away from you or nobody got to keep them and you couldn't have them no i more or or less took them away from myself okay okay so financially um what happened during that time is that you had to learn to curb your expenses. You had to learn to simplify your life and to simplify your resources. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Okay. Now, what it did was it challenge. What it did was it changed your temptation to resist and to struggle with all your might. And that at first, that's what you did. At first, you struggled. Yeah. Is that is that does that make sense? Make a lot of sense. Yeah, you you were fighting it like tooth and nail, like you were just. And I'm going to tell this really cool little Buddhist story, little Zen story later. And I hope you stay tuned and listen because you'll really you'll giggle, you'll really appreciate it because it really has a lot to do with what what you're going through uh, in the last couple of years. So the really neat thing is that this is over in less than four months. 
December it's over because you have now voluntarily allowed yourself to make life easier because you let go. And that's all the only lesson had to do was letting letting go. Now, it was really difficult because this is a, if you believe in more than one life, this is a situation, this temptation to hang on to material situations has been with you for many lifetimes. So you might have been a rich person in the past life. You might have been, you know, a queen or a king or somebody who was very materialistic for for reason. And a lot of times in our past lives we were materialistic because we were so bloody poor, you know. And and when you're poor, you just think, if if only I was rich, I, I would be so happy, you know. So whatever had happened, your soul made a complete shift in this lifetime, and you abandoned the need to be attached to financial and materialistic resources. So now what's going to happen after this is now you are only going to attract not what you think you need, but what you what you desire for fun. Oh. Hmm. Okay. And the, the good luck, what I call lady luck, uh, starts with you in September. It starts in mid-September. It goes to May 2013. There's travel involved. There's a lot of growth during that time, but without much effort. But you don't, you can't just sit on your laurels. Between September 2012, May, May 2013, whatever you desire, you will achieve much easier than the average person and much easier than what you've experienced in the past, The which will create a lot of equilibrium in your life and will also create um, financial growth and a financial freedom, so to speak. The challenge is between now and then is is what emotionally satisfies you. That once you find that, as of September, start your path on creating that for you. Okay. And it'll happen. That and there's sense. a and there's a female that is really involved in, in this as well. A, a okay. younger, a younger female person. Okay. Yeah, very, very in, influential for you. So, does that help at all? Yes, it does. Yay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. A relief, a release, release. Well, yeah, because you know what? It validates what you went through. It wasn't yes. for nothing. Yes. Yes. It was good reason for it, and you passed it. You passed. You're you're now in the university of life. <laughs> <laughs> You've graduated. <laughs> My goal is to get an A in it. There you go. Well, you did. You got A plus. You passed. You're 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 now on. Like I say, you go from you you go from uh, college Fantastic. to university. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. What we're going to do now is we're going to we've got a we've got a full house here on the board. We're going to go to a. You know what I'm going to do. I am going to read a little passage and right after that a little little Zen story that has to do with what we had uh we were just talking about earlier. And then we'll go to a break right after that. So this is called The Lost Son. A young widower who loved his five year old son very much was away on business and when bandits came who burnt down the whole village and took his son away. When the man returned, he saw the ruins and panicked. The, he, the took, they took, they, they, 
made a mistake in the writing there, so it's messing me up. They took the burnt scorp of an infant to his son, to be his son, and he cried uncontrollably. He organized a cremation ceremony. He collected the ashes. He put them in a beautiful little bag, which he always kept with him. Soon afterward, his real son escaped from the bandits and found his way home. He arrived at his father's new cottage at midnight and knocked at the door. The father, still grieving, asked, Who is it? The child answered, It's me, Papa. Open the door. But in his agitated state of mind, convinced his son was dead, the father thought that some young boy must be making fun of him. He shouted, Go away! And he continued to cry. After some time, the child left. Father and son never saw each other again. After this story, the Buddha said, Sometimes... Somewhere, sometimes somewhere, you take something to be truth. If you cling to it so much, even when the truth comes in person and knocks on your door, you will not open it. You are listening to The Holly Hall Show here at A2N.FM. Global news with an astrological twist. If you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to have you as a friend on Facebook at Astro Holly or contact me at hollyhall at adazen.fm. We welcome your phone call, your questions, and comments. Please call now, 815-880-TALK. Come on, what's stopping you? 815-880-8255. You can Skype us for free from anywhere. Just add us to your Skype. A2Zen.fm is our Skype name, or you can find the logo and click on it on our website. Call now at 815-880-TALK. Chat soon. You're listening to A2Zen.fm, life-altering talk radio. Anything from activism to Zen and everything in between, right here and now. Informative, inspiring, engaging. Our hosts provide you with the global news and educated advice you need to make a difference in your life, in your world. Knowledge is power. A2Zen.fm Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holly Hall Show. We are talking this 19th of August, 2012, reason I like to mention the date is because this rebroadcast is listened to several times and many people listen to our shows in the pod room at adazen.fm. There's thousands, literally thousands of shows that will alter, guaranteed to alter your life one way or the other in the pod room at adazen. You can find us on iTunes too. Just uh, look for the individual host. You can look for Holly Hall, Holly's Heavens in iTunes and you'll find all my shows. I'm going to take a couple of callers in a few minutes, but first we're going to talk about the weekend dreamer. What is the weekend dreamer? Not everyone has the time to do the initial work. And I talked about how to write down your dreams, how to interpret your dreams, and talk and to use dreams to solve some of some of the questions in your life and get answers. And I talk about doing this first thing in the morning, just jotting them down briefly and then going back to what you've written down briefly and elaborating on it and looking up your dreams. But a lot of us don't have time to do that, so you can do it on weekends. On a Friday night, get out your pen and paper or your pad, write down, I want to remember my dreams, put it under your pillow. And in the Saturday morning and on the Sunday morning, 
take the time with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, have your little zen moment, and write down your dream. You can do this every single weekend. Again, eventually it becomes easier and easier, more insightful, and you can be your own guru. I also wanted to talk about spirit birds. Okay, There are several spirit birds that come to us in dreams. And what are those spirit birds? They are the dove, the raven, thunderbird, eagle, and the phoenix. They all can rep- represent messengers for you. So we're going to take our next caller. And let's get... Uh, Right on, right on back to doing some more astrological readings. You are listening to the Holly Hall Show here at A2Zen.mm. Who am I talking to? Hello. Hi, Holly. Hi, Hi. Holly. How are you? Who, who am I talking to? It's Louise. Hi, Louise. How are you? I'm good. I know Louise. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're on my neck of the woods. <laughs> I am. Yes. Well, I like to. A week. Hasn't it been a crazy week? Oh, in more ways than you can imagine. <laughs> well, you know what? If I had like a hundred kids, I'd have a crazy week too. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, this time it was a mother. Ah. So, so why don't you give me your birth date again? Uh, January twenty first, sixty nine. And I think around 7 a.m. 69, 7 a.m., good. And what are we going to... to, Oh, look at you, moon in Pisces, girl. No wonder you're feeling it. You're not feeling the love. (laughs) (laughs) I've been given it. You've been given the love, yeah. Well, you're good at that, you know, because you're an extremely empathetic person. Almost to the point of being sympathetic. And the difference between empathy and sympathy is empathy, you're not attached to understanding what the person is feeling. Mm -hmm. But sympathy, you become a bit attached, which means that you're the rescuer mode. Like, I got to do something to make them feel better. So is that what you've been experiencing this weekend? Actually, with the moon in Cancer, I would tend to wonder... Not the moon in Cancer, but Venus in Cancer. I tend to wonder if it does have anything to do with your children. Mm, well, I'm, there might be a development in regards to career, and that's what I'm calling in on. Okay, good. La, 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 la. Let me look this up. Okay, there we go. One of the things that uh, you are very good at is the empathy, sympathy part, because you've got a lot of Pisces, you've got a lot of Scorpio in your chart, but you've also got this Aquarius in your chart, which helps you distance yourself from really getting too involved with people. So you basically, if you went into counseling, you couldn't counsel your friends. Um, but as long as you could detach yourself from the situation. Now, career-wise, you're very good at investment, um, not investments, you're also good at researching and and you're also good at the counseling aspect. Now, starting in September 2012, going into April 2013, this is a time when you should wait for things to come to you, 
Okay, so this is the lady luck sort of happening. You got to look for opportunities, especially in business, and look for good items to buy and sell at the, at that time as well. Now, the reason I we say look for it, it doesn't mean that you sit on your laurels, you sit, you know, put your feet up and just wait for lady luck to come knocking on your door. You do have a, you will have a tendency to want to do that because you'll be very confident. You should already start to feel the confidence building up within yourself, but. What will happen is you don't want to be so busy trying to find something in this direction and yet, and you're too busy looking in this direction and yet in the other direction there's all these opportunities going right by you. Do you understand? Okay. So so there's this need to be able to, between starting September, the beginning of September, to look for the opportunities. So what you do is... You decide what you want to do business-wise, and is it in the counseling field? Is it in the counseling or where you're helping people with sort of past um, issues? Um, no. Nope. Okay, that's okay. I just want to know if I'm going in the in the right direction there. So, the, give, um, there, there's a potential. Uh, Go ahead. I don't know how to put it. My mother has a business. There's been a health issue. I'm stepping in okay. and not sure what she's potentially going to do with the business. It's a very mm-hmm. lucrative business um, mm-hmm. for her. Um, mm-hmm. It is in regards to people with disabilities and contracts within the government. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yep. Um, so you are, trust me, you'll find out you'll be dealing with a lot of emotions <laughs> and people that are really trapped in the past and the emotions are all wound up in that. And you know what? You're going to be really, really good at it, really good at it. And I know okay. it sounds like it's a temporary place that you're stepping into. What's going to happen and you're going to, this is what's going to happen. And I want you to be really aware of this for the whole of October you and your mom will butt heads or somebody else who is in control, who is a boss or a bossy or a bossy type of person, an authority <laughs> figure will butt heads. There's also government officials are involved or parents are involved. And normally I would say it'd be like a dad, but with the, with all this moon energy going on and then you just finished saying that your mom's sort of the boss of this and you're kind of taking over, you two are going to butt heads over this. What, what if Correct me if I'm wrong, but you if you were to take over, you would want it to expand or grow or be something different than the way it is being run right now. Yes. Right. What you're worried about is the emotions behind stepping on mommy's toes because even though it's very lucrative for mommy and it's worked out very well for mom, if you don't do it in a different way, and yours does have to do, it does have to do with some kind of counseling or some kind of a emotional, somehow expanding it and making it grow. It's like what your mom did worked then and it was perfect. But now it yeah. needs, now it needs to change because the times are changing. Yes. And that's what you want to bring to the plate. The, the, the challenges you, you're worried about is how is that going to make mom feel? Mhm. It's kind of like good timing but bad timing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. She'll think that you're trying to sort of take her stuff from underneath her, but that's not. It's an opportunity for this business to grow. And what I'm trying to say is, yes, you and your mom are going to butt heads, but in the long run, this is going to be very successful, and she'll see that. And it's not about you and her. It's about the people that you're helping. That's what it's about. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> um, so it's something that I am going to, I know that I'm stepping in anyway yeah. to what yeah. has happened, yeah. but I'm stepping in a whole lot further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's well, she's not going to like it. She's going to fight it. But <laughs> that is. You know, that's her personality. She, she, her stubbornness, her loyalty, her dedication is what got her to where, where she is now. Her stubbornness, her dedication, and her loyalty will be what will be fighting you. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? I can honestly say it's something that hit, that she has built. It's 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 her. It's her skill set. She's had it for twenty years. It's given her so much. Mm-hmm. And um. You're right. Different eyes see different things, and um, it it will be tough for her and me because yeah. there is that. You know, you've done this. It has been fantastic. You are concerned about having it leave, but it's still such a valuable service. Yeah, that can grow. So yeah, and it's going to be very success, very successful. It's getting through the emotions of understanding her loss because there's going to be a loss for her. It's a transition Absolutely. for her. It's a loss. Yep. She's going to mourn, you know. She's yep. going to mourn it. And you're good at understanding uh, that stuff. Just stay there. Unfortunately, I get too much of the sympathy, not the empathy for detachment, and it just screws me up. <laughs> well, what I want you to do, I know you're a big computer person, so you start looking at... Um, and it, you know, Buddha, Buddhism is not a religion. It's not a. It's 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 basically more. It's more psychology than anything. But you can yeah. also look up Plato. They're one Plato, and both Plato and the Buddhist belief system talk about the art of detachment or the art of attachment. And that's what you've given me a good opportunity to talk about this right now. Is that was the big tip I wanted to give people about how to eliminate the the emotional response of yours and others from your life. And the one thing we all make a mistake of, and I've done the same thing, is that we think if we eliminate the emotion, then we can eliminate the problems that it causes, <laughs> right? So, And a lot of us are numb. We don't feel anymore. We don't react anymore, which means we don't enjoy life as much anymore either. We don't love our partners as much. We're too, we keep ourselves busy so we don't have to feel as much. And the actual trick to it is to know that the thoughts that come from your emotions are just thoughts. That's all they are. There's, we don't have to act on them. If we acted on every thought we had, there'd be a lot of damage out there. <laughs> you know those movies? What was that one with um, Jennifer Lopez, the monster-in-law? And every yeah. time she'd get mad, there was that one scene where she got mad at her mom next to you. know, she got this frying pan up the side of her head. <laughs> Yes. pounding her to death, and then you realize it's just, you know, you're just looking at her thoughts, <laughs> what she feels yes. like doing. Yeah, and so if we can just feel the emotion, enjoy the emotion, and because we need our emotions to navigate us through life. It keeps us from making big mistakes in life, you know. It also helps us to make great decisions in our life. But it, 
But if, when we react on our daily emotions, we can do things and say things that we will regret forever. So yeah. the idea is don't get rid of the emotion. Don't make it go away to go home, Mom, you're making me feel like this, so i got to do something to make it go away. Just know that it's the thoughts are just thoughts, and that's all they are, and you don't have to react on them. Most of the time that we're hurt in life is because somebody has reacted on an emotion. Mostly that's what it is. Absolutely. And just before I go, so somebody else can have um, a reading as well, is there's a book called, um, the I think, The Thoughtful Way Through Depression. And in there it says you can't um, fix emotions in critical thinking. Exactly. I was just reading a whole thing on that. That's right. Very good. Very good. Thank you. You just can't. So I hope anybody who's listening tonight can take that away. Thank you. Very well said. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, hon. Bye now. Bye. We've got 10 minutes left. I think we can get one more caller in. It looks like we've got a full board. Let me know, Clyde, if we've got another caller in the chat room, my wonderful producer, Clyde. And we'll take that. And if you've missed getting in next Sunday, I'll be back here. I'm doing more readings. I hadn't done too many in the past, but I'm going to make a habit of taking readings now because I think it's really important right now to talk about emotions and talk about what's on our minds and see what we can do with it astrologically. Hello, you're on the air with Holly Hall. Who am I talking to? Hello? Hello, this is Holly. Uh, Would you like an astrological reading? Yes, this is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. Let me get your birth date. Uh, July 21st, 82. Doody, doody, do. Where am I? Okay. So we got July 21st, 82. And what is... Oh, do you know what time you were born? About 1.50 p.m. Love it. All these people know what time they were born. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what is your question for me? Um, I've been having a lot of issues the last two, three years with my ovaries. I have a lot of pain during ovulation time. Mm-hmm. And I've been working more with um, meditating and getting rid of some different energy and different expectations and things. But I'm not quite sure where this is going or how much more work I have to do with this or what I, what else I need to do with it. I feel like, yeah, I've looked into different health options with acupuncture and stuff like this. And I feel like I don't, I don't want to give up. I want to do a holistic approach to health. But it's like, yeah, it seems to really be taking a lot of work. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what else I can do okay. That. You've got a lot of planets in the sign of Cancer. And so what I'm going to, now of course this doesn't replace any health um, practitioner's advice, but I do look at different aspects of the charts and then we'll look at what's going on with your chart right now. But you've got a lot of planets in Cancer, which means, first of all I want to ask you, do you have children? No. Okay. Did you ever want to have children? Uh, or did I don't you choose? So. Okay, so you chose not to. And yeah. okay, so what this has to do is the reason behind your choice for not wanting to have children. And I'm not saying that you had to have to have children. I mean, 
Trust me, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> but it has to do with the, the reason behind the choice. It doesn't have to do with the choice. It has to do with the reasoning behind the choice. Now, it could be very much related to mom, and it could be very much related to mom and the family dynamics attached to mom. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I know that a lot of us have mom issues, and it's like, really, do I really need to go down the mummy road again? Been there, done mm-hmm. that. But the really difficult thing is that you, and it has to do with dad too. It has to do with mom's relationship with dad. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Now this comes from a past life, and this is why it's really difficult to not only diagnose, but to treat in this lifetime. It's not impossible. I'm just saying it's difficult. You were you were like trapped between mom and dad in a past lifetime. And in this lifetime, the same scenario happened. It's like you are the, it's like a sandwich, you know? Your mom is one side of the bread, your dad's the other side of the bread, and you're like trapped in the middle. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So did they play tug-of-war with you in any way? Okay. Now, a lot of it has to do with mental, mental tug-of-war. They manipulated you mentally through your emotions, okay? So with that said, because we only have a few minutes left, and I encourage you to um, email me at hollyhall at fm, or you can Facebook me at, um, you can find me at Astro Holly on Facebook because I want to help you with this further because once you can get past this past life stuff, you can get over the ovary, over over the ovary <laughs> situation <laughs> that you're going through. And what it's done, your experience with them has challenged your belief system in what nurturing means to you. And because mm-hmm. of that, you had a hard time nurturing yourself, which means you become like the crab, which that's what the cancer represents is the crab. You're all soft and mushy on the inside, but your heart is a rock on the outside. Make sense? Yes. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to and you have the opportunity to do this since last April. So you you should have started an intense amount of healing last, not last April, the year before that, April 2011. And you have till February 23rd. And what this, this means is that you're going to find a real mystical, surrealistic, genuine, warm love for yourself. That's what's missing. It's not about... I don't, it's not about, you know, a lot of us have problem with loving the way we look or loving the way we act or loving, you know, you have a difficult time um, being, just being kind to yourself. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. But it has to go back to, and you have the opportunity to do this this year. Honestly, starting in September 2012, you're going to find a new uh, you're going to get a clarity of intention and you're going to find a new practice that will work for you to help heal. And this will end in May 2013. So this whole cycle that you're going through will end in 2013. But finding out how you can let go of this pattern that you've developed with your parents in a past life, letting that go and giving the nurturing to yourself that they didn't give to you. And sometimes that's as little as taking baths, um, taking nice warm baths 
and giving yourself a sponge bath. Sometimes it has to do with taking yourself to the park, buying yourself flowers and putting them on the table, um, giving, going to massage parlor, getting a nice aromatherapy um, massage or shiatsu or something like that, pampering yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pampering yourself. And can I ask you, and you don't have to say yes or no, you can a- answer me later. It's up to you. You can take the fifth. That's all you'll have to say. But did you, do you, is one of the decisions for you not having children, and you know what, you may not have been able to have any anyways, like physically, right? Mm-hmm. But the the decision, was it because you didn't want to put your children through what you went through because you thought you would do the same thing? No. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. So that means that you were not affected as much by your parents, which means you didn't become what they became. Um, But the fact that the emotional pull or the mental emotional damage, and I don't want to say damage, but, you know, the, the effect that it had on you between you and your parents, that is what you need to work on. Now, have you worked on that? Have you known that about yourself, that that affects the ovary part the woman, the sacral chakra? No, I haven't looked at that specific How aspect. does that I've feel looked- then when I say that? How does that feel? Does it does it feel right? Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. So yeah, what do you think you can do about that then? What would you want to do first step? Healing uh-huh. that. I, I imagine I would just take it into my meditation space and take a look at it more in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good start. Um, the first thing, especially with Venus Venus and Cancer, is just feel it. You can meditate on feelings. Just like you can meditate mm-hmm. on a picture or you can meditate on a flame. You can feel feelings and breathe it and meditate on the emotion. And that's all you do mm-hmm. is feel that emotion for like one minute or, or three minutes. But we got to go. We're at our one-minute mark. Thank you so much for calling. If there's anything else I can do, please get in touch with me. Thank you very much. Thank you, hon. Okay, Thanks. so we've got... Thank you. So we've got just a half an hour left, and I'm going to see if I can do this quick little uh, teacup. A student asteriska, why are teacups made so delicate? But they don't but that you don't know how to handle them. You must adjust yourself to the environment and not vice versa. So that's what I'm saying. They're not made delicate. You just don't know how to handle them. That's what I'm telling you guys. Adjust to your environment and not vice versa. Good night, everyone.